0: Connected man in Washington, WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain. 11 a.m. every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. We are America. One voice, united. We
1: stand.
0: Saving the greatest country in the world is not a short term proposition, folks. We can save this great nation, but it's going to take all of us. Why? Because we are America. Herman Kane. Herman Kane, Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Kane. Thank you for joining us because you know we are going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts because you know that we want you to be a part an informed part of helping to make this a better America. Breaking news. Breaking news. Every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree.
1: Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. How you doing today, buddy?
0: Magnificent. Um, Mr. Jeb Bush is going to make his big announcement today. What do you see as his pros and cons?
1: Well, uh, I guess down here in Miami, uh, it's it's certainly one thing that uh, is a little different from the announcement I was here two months ago for Marco Rubio. Jeb Bush has rolled out a number of endorsements from the establishment here in Florida. I think 11 out of the 17 members of the Florida congressional delegation will back him. Uh, you know, there'll be others obviously getting on board. So he is more of an establishment candidate, maybe the biggest establishment candidate that there is in the Republican field this time. I mean, Jeb Bush certainly has the money, the establishment backing, and the Name to be a major player in the Republican race. You know, one thing I think is interesting is that, really, for a lot of Republican voters, I bet they don't know that much about Jeb Bush. If you lived in Florida while he was governor, you probably have an idea, but, you know, back when he was governor, he was attacked by Democrats often for being a total right-winger. You yeah. certainly would know it from some of the discussions recently. Now, two issues that definitely will get in the way for him with other Republicans, one would be education and his support yep. for Common Core. Yep. The other would be immigration Reform. Yeah. And you know, it's been interesting in the times that I've seen him so far this year, Herman. There was one gathering of a very conservative audience in D.C. and Jeb Bush, you know, he's not a fiery kind of guy. He's sort of a, a wonky politician who loves to get into the weeds of issues and talk about things, but he has a very calm demeanor. And in front of this audience that otherwise probably didn't care for his views on immigration reform, he simply said, Look, you think I'm wrong, I think you're wrong. You know, let me make my argument, and I'll show you why. There was no hot-button kind of uh, fiery rhetoric or anything like that. And I do wonder right now, I just sense that there's a lot of Republicans that want somebody to really shake things up. And Jeb Bush might not be the person that gives a voice to that kind of feeling, but, you know, he's got the money. Uh, I know others will have money too, but you you can't just sort of discount that. We'll see if he can communicate that message as to why he wants to become president, what he wants to do, and if it's just more than the Bush name. Because I think a lot of people, they just hear the Bush name, but they really don't know how how he's different from, say, his dad or his brother. Well,
0: you know, some of the soundbites that they have uh, put out in the media, and I know that the soundbites by themselves... Uh, don't necessarily describe what he wants to do and stuff like that. And, you know, we go a little bit deeper, and I get Clark to go check out that website. Uh, But, you know, a lot of it sounds very uh, scripted. Um, When he's doing Q&A, he doesn't sound scripted. I think he does a good job when he's doing Q&A. In
1: fact, I think, Herman, that he's more comfortable doing Q&A than giving speeches, frankly. Yep. Uh, I mean, I think he would rather sit down. Some of his early uh, appearances earlier this year was sort of like, I don't even want to give a speech, let's just start taking questions. And he's very, again, he knows these issues. It's not like uh, somebody who just pushes the button in his mind and he repeats the same soundbite over and over. He digs into a lot of these issues. But again, that sort of wonky, detail-oriented kind of guy Is that really where the Republican Party is headed this time? I don't know. I I mean, uh, again, I think there is some Bush fatigue out there. I think, for one, Hillary Clinton being the dominant Democrat almost, in a sense, works against Jeb Bush, because I think there'll be some Republicans that'll look at that and sort of, you know, put their hand on their head and say, do I really want a Bush versus Clinton race? I think there are some Republicans who would rather not have that, and and that may work against him in the months ahead. Right. Yeah, I I would
0: agree. Well, we'll see if he says anything more in the big announcement today, and we're going to talk about it some more tomorrow to see what's what. Um, Donald Trump is supposed to make a big announcement tomorrow. What do you put on that, Herman? What do you think? I don't think he's running. That's just, (laughs) I mean, I don't normally do predictions, and I I just don't think he's running. And let me get two two points came up when i was talking to eric about this earlier as to why if you put all of your financial stuff out there there may have been some business entities that donald trump used something called bankruptcy in order to basically save a business or you know grow a business or whatever the case may be what do you think the headline is going to be uh... trump bankrupted a lot of businesses okay if they go after marco rubio for traffic tickets and his wife don't you think they're going to be digging into all of his financial stuff
1: and coming over with all I would think the financial documents of uh, Donald Trump would provide an awful lot of uh, interesting news stories if he were to release that kind of information. You're absolutely right. You know, Trump, look, Trump is uh, a businessman, but he's also a showman. Yeah. And I I don't know that he really wants to get involved, but we'll have to see. I I mean, we've certainly had candidates that some didn't think deserved to be in the race, jump in the race in the past, and maybe Donald Trump is going to do that. Later this month, what, on the 24th, I think, in nine days, uh, Bobby Jindal, the governor of Louisiana, will get in. Certainly looks like that uh, maybe moving into next month, we might have announcements from two other governors, Scott Walker of Wisconsin, and I think that John Kasich is definitely going to get in from Ohio. In fact, he's in, I think he's in New Hampshire today, and he's going to be in some other states later this week. Many of the listeners may not have
0: heard. Uh, Eric's take on this because he did it on his show Eric Erickson by the way Eric Erickson folks is editor of redstate.com he's hosting the Red State Gathering and for more information you can go to redstate.com but
1: he made And certainly that thing got a big boost on Friday with the collapse of the Iowa Straw Poll I mean you're going to have everybody down there maybe in in Atlanta in in the early August Armin. Eric was on the show
0: earlier and he listed all of the presidential candidates that are going to be here and it's all of the ones that are in the the top ten and the top tier and some of the ones that aren't. And so he also explained how uh, the Iowa Republicans got upset because he was going to do his a week early. He was trying to avoid their event.
1: No, but, he was trying to avoid yeah. their event. That was the thing, and he wasn't trying to... Uh, he was getting some flack on Twitter on Friday from people who were giving him a hard time for uh, killing the Iowa straw poll, but he really wasn't trying to push it out. He was uh-huh. really sort of trying to stay away from their weekend was the way that I understood it exactly. in order not to uh, run into the same problem. But, you know, I think from Republicans, you had... Remember, it was it was only about six weeks ago, Jeb Bush said he was not going to do the Iowa straw poll, and the Iowa Republican Party chairman lit into him on yeah. social media. And then a few others said, well, I don't think I'm going to do it. Uh, Huckabee, uh, Santorum. And, and, and it just sort of fell apart, really, yeah. on its own. Well, I, I, I would agree with you. Speaking of the weekend, Hillary tried to relaunch her
0: campaign again over the weekend.
1: Yeah, and and boy, it was interesting that she would uh, get that big speech together. I thought she really gave more of a voice to why she wants to run and the things she wants to do, and I think it's very, very clear that she has, along with uh, most of the Democratic Party, moved more to the left than maybe uh, the Democratic Party was 8-12 years ago, and certainly a different kind of Democratic Party from where it was when her husband was in office and running back in 92 and 96. She also, when she went to Iowa yesterday, also uh, gave a shout-out on the trade issue that ran aground on Friday after we talked, but she hasn't completely embraced sort of the, uh, the, the more liberal side of the party, but she did side with Nancy Pelosi and against President Obama, so yeah, I do find uh, it interesting to see the, 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 the decisions by Hillary Clinton and her people right now as to what she wants to do and where she wants to be on the Democratic side of things, and yeah, was it a relaunch, was it a retooling, whatever you want to call it, I mean, she still is the front-runner for the Democrats, obviously. Speaking of trade, I didn't understand why they call that a test vote on Friday. Okay, here's the thing. I don't agree with all the stories that have said that this is a major defeat for the president. And it is, let's say this they did not get the trade plan through that he wanted. But the one part that did get approved was the important part for him. It's the expedited consideration, the fast-track bill, as it's known. That was approved. What was not approved was a separate section of the plan that would offer trade adjustment assistance, as it's known, TAA. It would offer aid to workers who lose their jobs in industries that are negatively impacted by a free trade agreement. It's it's routinely been supported by Democrats. So, uh, in a sense, the Obama administration won the hard part, Herman. And then they lost in a, in a Democratic rebellion on something else. Now, that means they still got to figure out they could have a vote as early as tomorrow, maybe to re vote on that TAA. I still think that there's a chance that this gets through one way or another and gets to the president. I think it's a little premature to say that this was a major defeat for him. Certainly, it was not a total victory, but they did win on the most important part of it, and that is the uh, the, uh, the, the fast-track legislation. So there's still some work to go on this to get it done. I still think they've got a chance to do it. So was the fast-track
0: consideration legislation so that was a separate one that they voted on
1: in the house they what about split it into two parts yeah so, they, okay. they split that senate plan into two parts to vote on it one being on the fast track one being on the worker assistance part and the worker assistance part was defeated and a lot of democrats thought okay now that we've defeated that the fast track will go down originally what we had been told by republicans was if the worker assistance part was defeated they would just shelve the whole thing but they decided to go ahead and hold the vote anyway and lo and behold they won on the fast-track legislation and so realistically they they got s- several pieces approved there's just one that did not and i still think there's a chance that uh, that could be retooled that could be re-voted on uh... speaker Boehner put in the motion that allows him to bring it back up again so i'm not sure that this is over yes democrats did block their president from moving ahead totally on trade but they didn't win the biggest vote and that was on the fast-track uh, part of that measure well, see
0: that's the thing that confused a lot of people because we were Some of us were under the impression that they weren't really voting on that yet. But you're saying they broke it into two parts, and they did vote on the expedited consideration. Yeah, that, that was uh,
1: 219 to 211, yeah. if I
0: remember the vote. And then, but relative to uh, the other aspect of it, to this trade
1: assistance. Trade that, adjustment trade assistance, adjustment the worker assistance. aid, that's the one that, that went lost, down. yes. Yeah. No, yeah. And so I'd, they could still reconsider that as early as tomorrow in the House. Simply amazing. Well, it's one of those things that, look, we were confused, too, as it was happening in terms of the parliamentary situation, but that's why I think that the immediate headlines that came out and lasted even through the weekend if this was a major defeat for the president, eh, I'm I'm not so sure about that because it was on sort of a minor part of it, not the fast track. So, they've got that. We'll see if they can push the last piece through in the coming days. No,
0: I don't see people popping champagne. It wasn't that major of a defeat. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, Thanks a lot, Jamie. See you, Herman. Alrighty, you're listening to The Herman Cain Show. (laughs) News, nuggets, and breaking news every, every day from the very experienced perspective of Herman Kane. Don't forget, folks, Jamie is in Miami, so he will be able to share with us a perspective on the sense of things from this announcement tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts